This is episode four, week 22, February. February 22nd. Why is my phone going off? There it is. All right. 22 February, February 22nd. Man. So, we had... Oh, let's get this straight. There's been some... uh, How do you say? uh, There's been some confusion. I can't even speak. Excuse me. There has been some confusion about what exactly this uh, podcast is. It, since I have, I guess it is a fitness channel. The theory was, well, if you're going to do a podcast, we'll just do it talking about, uh, you know, just lifting weights and, and cardiovascular health and fitness and meal planning and all that kind of stuff. I figured that that's been, it hasn't been beat to death, but if I already have a YouTube channel about it, why would I have a podcast about the exact same thing? I might as well just do a video, a vlog, and just have you watch it on uh, YouTube, right? So it came to it came out that this podcast will just be more or less just open, kind of an open form. I will definitely talk about. As a matter of fact, I need to talk about that this week or this week today. Uh, I was definitely talking about. Uh, you know, weight loss and weight training. I think I touched on it last week with personal trainers and all that kind of stuff. But I didn't want to just repeat the same thing and do two videos this week on on a YouTube channel and then talk about the exact same thing on um, on a podcast. It just didn't make sense. Speaking of that, the topic came up about uh an oversaturation in in the fitness industry. I guess that's what I kind of default to, right? Since I deadlift and bench press and row and do all this stuff and talk about this stuff on that YouTube channel. Um, is there an oversaturation of fitness channels or fitness? The community, is the community oversaturated? And initially I thought, well, absolutely. Only because, um, only because, oh, my daggone baby girl. Only because um, I started a fitness channel, right? Not intentionally, but my angle was for the average guy, for the person that lives 40 minutes from work. So that's 80 minutes. It's over 80 minutes. It's over an hour every day commuting to work. He comes home. He has a family. He has a family. You know, he's mid-30s. He's just a regular guy. My goal in that aside from uh coming off of a back injury with a broken neck and a broken back excuse me goodness gracious my issue was or my concern was well how can i show people that it's possible now if you see the videos i'm not the skinniest guy not the most muscular guy but the my the thing i'm trying to get through to people is that well just just exercise somehow if you want to do a meal plan just here's here's what I did, and it worked. I got down to 226 pounds on that meal plan, right? Well, it's not really a meal plan, you know, no carbs and, uh, you know, uh, high cardio, that kind of thing. I literally said, okay, what do I like to eat? Okay, well, I'll just hit these numbers, saw what my BMR was, maintained a certain amount of exercise per day, just, you know, in general. And guess what? I got down to 226 pounds. But the, the angle was for that channel was – Anybody can uh, lose weight or get stronger or whatever it was. My angle was not to be 
the most uh, proficient in the biology or the you know central nervous system or I wasn't going to try to start a garage gym or garage CrossFit gym or any of that stuff. It really was just, well, look, this is my angle and this is what I'm doing. So from watching years and years of YouTube, I've noticed that whether it's whether you're inspired to go see a movie, whether you're inspired to build, you know, a table out of, uh, uh, oh man, a table out of uh, wood pallets, or you're inspired to do whatever, the the purpose of the channel was, well, put this channel out. <clears throat> Excuse me, goodness, man. Put this channel out. Put it together. Make it look like it's at least taken care of. I mean, with the everything from an intro to the videos to a to a youtube channel banner i mean just make it look like it's taken care of and maybe somebody will come across it and um and get inspired or well either way they get inspired because something i said or i showed them or they look at my channel and go man if this guy's doing it i know i can do it and they'll try to do it better than me either way I, it doesn't matter to me you know after and just after uh i think a hundred views on uh, one of my first three uh, videos, I was satisfied with my channel. I said, man, I've never had a hundred views on anything. So after a hundred, you know, I put a few more videos out and I'm up to uh, whatever it is on them. And for me, that's enough. I'm kind of just like, well, I did, I did these few videos that are very successful and I'll just keep putting out things, you know, every week or whenever I, whenever I really have something good to put out. And that's the other thing. It's not so much about if you look at how to build a YouTube channel and you go to all these other uh, forums and uh, other YouTube channels about there's channels just about making a YouTube channel, how to get, you know, 1000 subscribers. I get it. But I didn't want to be a person that literally just put content out just to put content out. I at least wanted to be. um you know, I'm trying to lose weight, so this is what I'm doing, and I'll be back next week, and I'll show you where that got me, or whatever it is. Just, it has to be a reason behind it, and then on top of that, it, I think it has to be worth it, because I can just go on there in a 30-second clip and just go, yep, everything's working, so to actually kind of not script it, but to be able to kind of, uh, kind of outline some sort of video structure even if it's working and i've done workout no is it are they workout who am i billy billy blaine they're not workout videos but i'll uh i've done videos where i show you the lifts that i'm doing for that particular day for that for that routine so i try to give people a little bit of everything in that channel to uh to pick from so is the market saturated it's saturated enough for there to be options because just think if there were I can, the only I can think of, uh, you know, there's Athlean X, there's the Hodge twins, there's Cali muscle, there's, uh, you know, low carb Corey, there's a uh, super training. Um, I think that's, uh, there's a gang of them out there, but, oh, and there's a uh, tiger fitness. Say that's all you had. So now, I mean, call it the new America, but now the average guy can't look at that and go, well, I'm going to get as shredded as every one of those guys. I'm going to get as strong as every one of those guys. I'm going to be able to be as successful as every one of those guys, every one of those channels, you know? So that was my angle, not to bring the dad bod back, but to say that, look, you don't have to one, 
have $10,000 in your own gym to even work out. In my garage gym video, it's it, this is acquired over years, mind you. But the first, the very first set I bought was a um, was a Rogue. I, I don't know how much. I think they they come in weights, poundages. So I think it was a three sixty package or whatever it was. But I got that in bumper plates, and I bought an Olympic bar, and that was it. So it helped me. I could do shoulder press. I could do deadlifts. I could do floor bench press, and I'm, technically I could do squats. I mean, I could do shrugs. I could do. Uh, uh, curls, tricep extensions, uh, you know, good mornings, just with the barbell and 10 pound bumper plates on there, 10 pound or 45 pound, whichever one I use, I had enough for, let's just even say an inactive person, somebody who has a sedentary lifestyle, I had enough to raise their heart rate for 30 minutes per day, whether that's in the morning whether that's in the afternoon, whether it's twice a day, whether it's once a week, just to show people that, you know, this is a regular garage that keeps a car in it, that has, uh, you know, some bicycles. And I mean, this is just, this is, this. I don't have a converted garage. I didn't abandon the purpose of a garage. I just have a regular, traditional, all-American garage. And it has some stuff in it. Mine has, now it has, you know, pull-up bars and bench presses and, uh, I even bought some more, uh, some more 45s because uh, what would end up happening is I would go to deadlift. I can, and I don't know if it's just how everyone is, but I can deadlift more than I can bench press or squat. So I would always max out on deadlift, even if it's you know 10 sets of one. It was I would still max out on weight. So I couldn't, I didn't necessarily know how high I could go. I always had a, a wall. I think you uh, always had a wall that a limit that I couldn't exceed no matter unless i really got really creative and put bands on it but i still don't know what those bands equate to anyway that was my that was my whole force behind putting together a youtube channel and not necessarily worrying about is the um is the market saturated the market is the market has options and very similar to how the um very similar to how all the, well, probably not now, but, you know, three three months ago, you know, all of these vape stores were opening up and everybody, and everybody can, you know, make uh, make the vape pens and, you know, the the, uh, the oils and all this stuff. I was talking to a friend of mine and I was, he was sick because he brought his own brew in. He kind of made one and said, oh, okay, that's, you know, it's pretty awesome. The thing that I thought that was great about it was that it's such an open market that either the very successful people are going to succeed, meaning the people that have the amazing product and, you know, the, the right flavors s released at the right times with the uh, with the right marketing or just the people that have, uh, you know, a lot of money so they can fail more, but then push through those failures to still be relevant and be around, you know, in a year. While everyone else with some bathtub brew, those guys are just kind of trying real hard for two months and then they don't have it. They don't have the marketing, they don't have the money, they don't have the product. So I thought it was great that anybody could do it, but I was certain that over the long haul, three months, a year, two years, that the best of that, you know, let's say it was 30, 30 stores or businesses that opened, 
out of the 30, only 10 will be successful. Only 10 will be able to maintain maintain that business. And then everybody else will kind of kind of fall back and either stop doing it or put their put their money somewhere else. Um, put their money so oh my goodness. Yeah, put their money somewhere else that uh that's safer, I guess would be would be one way to put it. So that was my um drive behind the YouTube channel. I said, Well yeah, there's I'm watching I've been watching people like uh Elliot Elliot Hulse, he has a super not super training. He has strength camp. I've been watching him at least since 2010, and then he went on his hiatus. I think he went on he went off for about a, a nine months. He stopped the Yo Elliot series that never came back, and then he just stopped uploading for a while. I think he was just on his blog, but he ended up coming back. You know, but the point is, you know, he got to a point, or I I was watching all of these people you know, succeed and, you know, maybe something that I wanted to, I wanted to be like or whatever it was. But my goal was to say, well, I have something to say. I'll put it out here and I'm still putting it out there. And I'm, I don't know when the end is. I mean, to this day, I think I only have 30 subscribers, some, you know, some nonsense. However, <laughs> 30, 30 subscribers, 20 of them are family, but 30 subscribers. But the point is, there's interaction between people that watch the videos. If there's a video with 10 views on it, somebody else is either criticizing me or complimenting me. So I go, that's great. And then I have the other, you know, 30 subscribers that in theory, every time I upload, they get that notification and that suggestion in their uh, homepage. So I look at that and I say, well, I say, well, as long as I have something to say, I'll keep saying it. And uh, until the day I look around, I go, you know what, this isn't, it's not, I'm not getting any benefit from putting this out. And it's in, in all honesty, it's free. I sit my camera up there in the garage, hit record and I just go, or I'll be driving home from work, think of some stuff and I'll, I'll get it all down pat. And then I'll boom, I record it on my phone. So either way, if I get to a point where I don't feel like, um, I don't feel like it's worth it and I'm not contributing anything, then I'll roll out. Now the other side is that the other side of that is, oh my God, what happens if you know I just miraculously for whatever reason put out some video and people just they're, they're, they stick to it they just they just love it and you know I become famous I don't know how it becomes it may be internet famous right so between Instagram and 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 YouTube and you know just being being alive in 2016, um, I start to see some sort of fame and some sort of uh, recognition that will still be hard for me to keep putting videos out and putting content out if I just if I don't believe it so I'm really trying to see I'm really trying to uh, not think about the negative so much when it comes to saturation in the market because well there's enough money out there for everybody there's enough uh, bandwidth for everybody so why not anyone that wants to anyone that wants to contribute why not let them contribute and the ones that don't have the heart you know they don't feel like it's worth their time or maybe they just actually don't have time okay well those guys fall off that's okay that's part of life that's why people don't graduate high school people drop out or they just don't they don't have the gpa but some people go to college some don't it's just part of 
the uh it's the natural order so when it comes down to you know why i still do a youtube channel i just well because i can ultimately until the day i figure out ah it's not worth it i'll go ahead and stop and you know i'll make an announcement to you know four people that watch the video but i wouldn't just leave people hanging you know because i've had that too where i wouldn't put up a video for two or three a month and certain people certain people that i'm connected with you know inside this kind of community on youtube they'll be like yo what's going on you haven't uploaded what's everything all right and it happens like that in 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 i guess the youtube world and sometimes your personal life affects everything your job you know your relationships and there's been times where it's just like yeah i'm way too there's no way i can do it unless I'm, i'll be up at midnight recording something i have to turn around and get up at 3 a.m to work out and then try to go to work so yeah i'm i'm, I'm cutting out youtube now here's this other thing if youtube was you know if i was making some money youtube would be a different priority it would change it would change places on my priority list but right now it isn't so that thing would go to the wayside if it comes to you know like family time job youtube you know it's a third on the list or even lower so that's it in a nutshell for that i just don't feel i feel like if you have something to contribute don't you know don't half-ass it put all of it in if if you really look at it with what you have available i feel like you should be able to put forth that same effort even if it if it's if even if it's a blog right or whatever it is you should have some sort of schedule you should put into the artwork if there is some sort of you know title page or whatever it is a website you should make it look as professional as possible because you you want to be taken seriously so all those years i was watching you know all those all all of the youtube channels i kept remembering when i was doing my youtube channel i said well i want to i want to get a nice looking banner the thumbnail the profile picture whatever it is that can kind of be whatever but i still wanted to be good I need a name for this thing, you know, I need to have, uh, you know, I need to upload every week or, you know, some people do it three times a week. I need to have some sort of consistency. So when people subscribe to me or maybe not, maybe they'll just come to my channel at least every week, you know, I'll have something new. So that's what I did. Now, when it comes to this podcast or, or garage cast, whatever, I don't even have a real name for this thing. I don't have a solid name. It might change. Who knows? I mean, I know, but if you have any suggestions, hit me up. Real Armand Hawk at uh, what was that? Twitter, the real, the no, real Armand Hawk on Twitter. That's what it is. Anyway, um, when it comes when it came to the podcast, I just thought, well, this for me anyway, regular guy. This for me would be a better way to get get my message out to people right and it's not necessarily about you know weight loss and fitness and all that nonsense yada, yada. there's enough of that already out here my whole thing was well when i drive to when i drive 40 minutes to work every day i rarely will listen to the uh radio most of the time almost all of the time i'll listen to a podcast one because for one reason I'd never really have time to listen to it at home like I used to. I used to be able to just, you know, get home, open up my laptop and just play music and, you know, kind of, you know, just do whatever I wanted to. As I've gotten older, 
and got more responsibilities, that free time to just let things happen like that are kind of slipping. So, yeah, when I drive to work, 99% of the time, I'm either starting a podcast or finishing one, going on to another one that's on my list. So, I said, well, the podcast is the best way for me to be able to talk about many topics and not be pigeonholed because... Well, not necessarily be pigeonholed, but I can talk about many things. And, you, I mean, like for me, regular guy, I don't have the bandwidth to stream all this YouTube stuff. So, all right, well, you want to download a podcast? All right, that takes, I don't know, 50 megabytes, whatever it is. You can do that while you're uh, right before you go to work and listen to it on the way to work. There's 30 minutes, there's an hour, however long the podcast is. There it is. So I was looking at it from that angle, too, to go. I have other things to talk about because it's hard to take a I'm not the Hodge twins, right? The Hodge twins have many it's mostly fitness. It's like Hodge twin workout and fasting twins and ask the Hodge twins. I think they have about four channels, maybe five. But I felt like I couldn't do that on YouTube, so I said, Well, I'll just run this parallel podcast and sometimes we'll cross. Like today, I'm talking about, you know, even I'm even mentioning my YouTube channel, that's the time where they'll cross paths. But other than that, I'm not here to sort of, you know, co-promote the YouTube channel necessarily. But there'll be there'll be times where I'm sitting here and I'm just that's what's on my mind. So that's what I'm gonna talk about. You know, and I, I and that's that's the real reason this podcast is here to be able to talk about multiple things, to have multiple guests. I can't I can't have a phoned in uh, guest on the YouTube channel necessarily. I mean, I could record it and sync up the audio and do all that, but at least on a podcast, I can actually have somebody call in and we can have a conversation, or I can take a road trip, br- break the mics out, and then just record something. You know what I mean with with a guest. I know. I mean, you know, I'm I'm. You guys are probably sick of listening to me talk alone. I do need a guest on. This is getting kind of ridiculous, but. That was my goal with the podcast to say, well, all right, well, let's let's try this over here, too, because let's be honest, you know, radio is really kind of it's the it's it's been the same uh, 27 tracks on radio for the past eight years. It's the same the top 20, same old stuff, at least the cities that I've lived in. You rarely will hear a local artist get broken. And even now the radio i'm sorry the artist doesn't necessarily need the radio you'll get some macklemores you know here and there but that guy really kind of just hit the radio and, and completely you know blew up but there's people out here that make a pretty decent living in uh <clears throat> with mute in music that i've never heard of and i never will hear of but they they take home you know plenty uh plenty of money so i figured why don't i just start a podcast and just, you know, do be able to talk to that group, that person, that artist, that whatever, and it be relevant. It just I felt like it'd be too it'd be too difficult to try to shift gears on that YouTube channel. So the next best thing is a podcast. And then depending on what I'm talking about, that's why you download the podcast and you listen to it on the way to work. Or you listen to it when you run or, you know, whatever the heck you do to pass time or when you have that time. That's when you listen to it. Why not? You know what I mean? Well, I just wanted to clear that up. That's a long explanation. 
wanted to, I wanted to clear that up about the difference between my YouTube channel and this podcast. They're they're kind of one and the same, yet they're specifically they're distinctly separate. I don't want to get that confused. So there's there'll be times where I'll talk about on my YouTube channel things that I may bring up on the podcast later that week or that month, but that's not intentional. That's I happen to deadlift uh, Tuesday. You know, so I'll talk about that on a video and in the video I'm deadlifting. But then, you know, the following Monday or, you know, whenever it is, I'll talk about it on the podcast. That's just happened to be like that. It happened to work out that way, but not necessarily intentional. Oh, man. So now that I'm done rambling. I had uh, the pleasure of watching. Uh, it's not even the pleasure. Was it Bellator? Whatever it was. uh Kimbo versus Dada 5000. Man, come on. I didn't. I really wanted to watch um, the Shamrock and uh, Gracie fight. Even, you know, the average age. The average age was 50 years old for that freaking fight. I'm not against 50 year olds fighting, right? If you want to fight, and particularly if you want to fight in some sort of organization, that's great. Let's start a uh, fight club master's division. Hold on, wait, hold on. All right, sorry about that. Had to give my baby girl. She's in there crying, crying up a storm. You all right? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully she doesn't. Excuse me, hopefully she doesn't tear this place apart with her uh, with her uh, interested mindset. Um, yeah, so this daggone... Da da five thousand and uh, Kimbo Slice. I do not mind, um, you know, folks. Uh, if if an organization, Bellator, uh, whoever I don't know how, how many mixed martial arts organizations are there out there, I don't care. If you want to have a master's division, that's fine. I'm okay with that. If nothing else, it's no different than um, mixed martial arts or. Even uh, the, the was the major league lacrosse. Like, there's nothing different there that somebody or a group of people gave these college uh, college athletes or high school athletes a post. Uh, 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 they gave them a life after school. So if you have these guys, even you know, not really you know Anderson Silva, but you know like Rich Franklin, maybe even Chuck Liddell, these older. Um, mixed martial artists that can't that can't go against. I mean, you could go against a twenty-year-old, right? But the difference is, at uh, how old is Anderson? Thirty-five, whatever he is. At that age, I don't think he's really fighting with the same uh, insanity that a nineteen-year-old, a twenty-year-old, a twenty-three-year-old mixed martial artist is fighting with. So yeah, if you want to start your, if you want to start a Masters division in some. If you want to pull a uh, WWE, uh, oh man, what is that called? Legends, WWE Legends. If you want to pull that, I'm all for it. But don't, do not sit there and try to market. Well, I mean, market it, whatever. It was, uh, it was on cable. But they had the main event and the co-main event. This geriatric freak show. It, it was either Gracie Shamrock, those guys are 
49 and 50, I think, or 48 and 50. And then you had Kimbo and Dada, right? I didn't catch all of the Kimbo. I think I caught the very, the, the, the last round. Horrible. Now, I don't know if, uh, you know, both those guys didn't go through a camp or whatever it was, but the, the performance looked bad. It's one thing if one person, one person gasses out. But when both fighters gas out and then it's, you know, it's prejudice, right? You look at them and you go, those guys are not in any sort of fight condition. How bad is that? The only thing I, I put it on, the put that thing up on the, the Facebook, on the Facebook. I put it on Facebook. The only thing I'll give Kimbo the credit is he didn't, maybe he didn't die. Dada heart stopped. But Kimbo was still swinging and going for it after he was, you know, blatantly out of it before he uh, before he was completely gassed out. He it was he kept going, and then uh, you know eventually Dada, you know, fell down or got knocked out or whatever it was. But that's the dangers of trying to jump in there from talking, you know, going from the street to the professional um, to being a professional fighter or in that uh, no pun intended in that arena. Those guys' heart rates are up for, you know, three, four minutes and just not at your own pace. They're at someone else's pace. And that's what we got, you know, just a crap fight. So you have all these undercard fights with guys with an average age of, you know, 24. They look, it looks like night and day. It looks like night and day between uh, Kimbo, Kimbo, uh, the Gracies, and... Uh, and the rest of the uh, rest of the night so i mean i just hope it's it's a it's a double-edged sword it's a car wreck right i wish you saw i hope that you saw it so you know what i'm talking about so you'll never have to see it again i didn't even want to really see uh sham uh, what is it ken shamrock against uh, kimbo slice but that one was interesting because you look at you look at you look at shamrock what's up mama you look at Shamrock, you go, eh, dude, that dude's 50. Still kind of yoked, right? And you look at Kimba, I don't know how old Kimba is, but it's a yoked dude. So I thought it was at least going to be a you know, slugfest. Nah, nah, pure booty. That fight, the, the last Kimbo fight, it's Bellator is slowly but surely spiraling out of control when it comes to trying to figure out something else to do. It's one thing to kind of be you know second fiddle to the ufc second place isn't bad if you're still pulling in good viacom money right viacom i think it's viacom it's not a bad place to be if you're still if you still have a uh, a successful uh successful program successful league successful organization but i think you start to discredit yourself as a as an organization that can be taken seriously when you put on those types of events and you truly market it as, hey, this is the this is the main and the co-main event. Average age, fifty. You don't want to do that. If there was some, if there were, if that's the thing, if they were an undercard that was on earlier, maybe closer to the end, but then had you know some young guys, Ben Hen, Ben Ben Henderson, he just went over there from the UFC. If that was on that same card, you kind of go, ah, okay, you know, I'll give you that. I'll watch Kimbo to get to Ben Henderson. I, I'll do that. No problem. But to have those guys as the main event, main event and co-main event, it just, it makes me wonder what is Bellator thinking when they, I mean, I know what they're thinking. They're thinking, 
well, we're going to put this show on because people will watch. And if you check the ratings, it made people, people watch. By all means, they watch. But for surely people were not betting, putting money on, or, or sitting at the edge of their seat waiting, for, uh, waiting to see who the winner between those, between those two fights were. I just wanted to see it because it seemed like a spectacle, and for surely it was. I never even heard of Dada guy, you know, but he got in the ring. I didn't. He's better than me, but I know that um, if I were in the same physical condition as that boy, I wouldn't have. I definitely wouldn't have been in the in the uh, in the ring. Yeah, it'd be crazy. But yeah, I was just hoping that y'all saw that because that was absolutely unnecessary. Hopefully, this uh, Dada guy. Uh, hopefully he's out of the hospital now. I think he, I think I read his heart stop. That's why he passed out and he got taken out on the stretcher. So hopefully he, uh, he's able to uh, recover from that, and not, not have any kind of permanent injury. That's uh, it. Wouldn't even be worth it. They, they be even with the money that they would have made or that they did make. I don't, hey, I don't think it'd be worth it to. Um, I don't think it'd be worth it for him to, you know, suffer a, a stroke or whatever it was that he had. Daggone girl. You all right? Yeah, my, I guess, hey, there it is. My first guest. My little girl, she's uh, tearing this place up. So, yeah, that that thing. that Stop it. That thing was absolutely horrible. Yeah. Speaking of that, so I'm at the grocery store and, uh, Imagine this, right? I take my I take my kids to the grocery store. So it's just me and her, a gang of groceries. So, you know, I go through, you know, go through, do my thing at the grocery store, I check out and I'm leaving and there's these guys. There's like these there's these street toughs. No, there's this uh they they have security guards up here, right? So one guy I passed the one guy to leave and he uh I think I don't know if we made eye contact or something, but he uh he says to me, "Hey, uh, <laughs> I see you got the duty tonight, right?" And I look at him, I kind of look at him, and you know, nod my head. But as soon as he said it, I was thinking, "What do you mean I have the duty tonight?" No, man, I'm it's I'm, it's called raising your kid. There's no sort of you know duty swap thing. And I I regular regularly I'll take my uh I'll take my youngest up there to the store, and it's one. It's kind of a break, you know, for the whole house to get her out of here because she's she's not rambunctious, but she's 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 young. She's just getting to everything. So I'll take her with me Two, you know, there's 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 that bonding time, you know, that she'll never remember. But I'll remember. But when this guy said that, I was almost upset, kind of like, what do you mean you have the what kind of way is that to look at uh, your kids or a child? Even if it's your, you know, niece or your nephew, it's like, well, that's still family. It's not. I'm not. You know, I don't have the duty. It's just, this is what I do. I love these. I love my kids. I'm taking care of them. We're going to the store. You know, we're going to get ice cream or whatever it is. I just thought that was odd. I mean, I completely understood what he was saying. And traditionally, you know, you don't see the husband or the man or father with the kid. It's usually the wife, right? But when he said it, I just kind of thought. Nah, man, I'm uh, raising my kid. It's okay. I understand your angle, but that's not what it is here. You know, it's it's really, uh, really just what I do, and I don't mind doing it at all. It's kind of uh, kind of what I, what I signed up for. You know, 
But anyway, to get off of that sappy subject, I'm uh back to fitness, I guess it is. I'm three weeks out from my final weigh-in for uh trying to get down to my fighting weight. So, uh-oh. You all right? So, yeah, I'm trying to get trying to get down i need about 10 more pounds 10 pounds in in three weeks that's doable 10 pounds in three weeks Uh uh-oh uh-oh i don't know what you want Uh uh-oh she's sleepy oh come on sugar yeah 10 pounds in three weeks i mean that's nothing particularly when it's when i've been going this long just try to just to kind of dial it in so can't touch that ah you can't Oh, she's going for the mic. Yeah, 10, 10 pounds. How many times am I going to say this? Yeah, it shouldn't be too bad. I was talking to my uh, wife about it. I'll just probably, I mean, it's easy at this point, just dialing it in and make sure I'm uh, steady throughout the week and uh, get down to it. Three weeks. What's wrong, sugar? Three weeks, about 19 days. If I get down to my fighting weight. You ready to go? I think she's ready to go. But, uh. I think that might be it. I think I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you. Yeah, I think I'm going to wrap it up. I think it's bedtime. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. I will see you guys later. Uh, Yeah, I think that's it. Kimbo uh, Dada 2. When is that coming out? I don't know, but I'm not watching it. That's for sure. All right, guys. Thanks. Bye.